everybody and welcome along to the Event Industry News podcast. A very good morning, afternoon or evening to all of our podcast followers, wherever or whenever uh, you may be tuning in to us from. Um, and I should start this episode by saying a Happy New Year to you all. It may seem ridiculous given that all, we're already well into 2018, but um, this will be our first episode of the new year. We've had a bit of an extended break over the Christmas and, and New Year period, but we're back. We've got some great guests lined up over the coming weeks and the months, some great subjects that we're going to be looking at. I'm also very pleased and excited to say that once a month, the podcast is going to be going out live via the Event Industry News Facebook page. We're going to be running that on the last Wednesday of every month. So uh, all you've got to do is follow the social media feeds from Event uh, Industry News and subscribe to the EIN newsletter. And I'm sure you'll be kept up to date with the exact timings um, and, uh, and the guests that are going to be on our live episodes once a month. Um, before we really dive into today's podcast, we do uh, have an absolute shameless plug. Um, the podcast is currently looking for a new sponsor for 2018. Um, if you're a company working uh, within the events industry and you would like to utilize the podcast as a way of reaching out to your own customers, please do get in touch with us. Since we launched the podcast a few years ago, we've reached over 23,000 listeners worldwide. We're generally reaching out to a, a global events audience out there. So if you do know anybody or you're involved with a company that would like to use the podcast as a means to, to get to your own audience and sponsor us this year, please do get in touch. So with the formalities out the way, let's get on with our first episode of the year. Um, we are talking and welcoming today to the podcast uh, a first-time guest, Sam Allen. Sam is the MD of Sequoia Partnership. Sam, thank you very much for joining the podcast. Thanks for having me. Um, we're going to be talking about um, a new tool that Sequoia Partnership have released called VEDI, um, billed as the world's first online venue diagnostic tool, which sounds a bit of a mouthful, but I'm sure that by the end of today's episode, we're going to have a very clear picture about exactly what it can do. Um, so let's start by asking Sam, what exactly is, is diagnosing? What are we diagnosing, first of all? So I'm going to have to take you a step back and say a thank you for having me and happy belated New Year to everyone as well. Um, in order to understand VEDI, we need to take you a step back to what we do in Sequoia Partnership. So we opened Sequoia Partnership in April two years ago and we wanted to provide a, cons a consultancy business but one that actually doesn't just write a report that gets filed, which is my experience from working in-house in venue, and never used. It comes up with some great potential recommendations. It gives you a state of the nation that you probably already know as a venue manager, DOS, GM, or head of events. So Sequoia was launched, and we created a methodology called Venue Diagnostic. What Venue Diagnostic does is it goes into a venue with a clear methodology and assesses five areas of the business. It assesses the business. So we take a whole long look at the books. Um, we look at all the stuff that's uh, past, present, future. We start analyzing and auditing who the target market is, who the target market may be, why there are certain businesses not coming into the, into the venue. So we take a really big deep dive into the business. We then look at the marketing and sales element. So from that business audit, we've identified some real clear target markets. So what's the messaging? What are we saying? How are we saying it? Who are we saying it? And where are we saying it? Thirdly, we look at the team, the people within the, the operations and the sales part of the business. How are they operating? Can they be more efficient? 
are the right resources in that venue right for what that venue needs to achieve its ultimate objectives fourthly we look inside the venue so we go in and we talk to everybody from the cleaning lady right through to senior management to really understand the capabilities of that venue quite often we find that we're looking at bringing in certain types of uh, meetings into venues that might not just quite be the right fit, might not be the right uh, profitability level. They might look like they're bringing in a load of revenue, but actually when you look at your costs, they're not. So we do a really good venue audit. And then lastly, we talk to stakeholders both inside the venue, which is really important for unique and unusual venues, but also outside. Who are we not talking to within the business? Where are the silos that we can really communicate together who are the partners outside, whether that be hotels, CBBs, et cetera, et cetera, that mm -hmm. can help facilitate driving more business into the venue. So that is a venue diagnostic. From that venue diagnostic, of course, we're going to give you a report, which would be like a normal consultancy. But what we do is we then produce an action plan and we'll support that with implementation. Mm -hmm. So we get the venue working with the venue, we get the venue on its way to business growth, business improvement. So that is the venue diagnostic and that's diagnostic. And that's when we decided that we'd invent the online consultancy version, the online venue diagnostic, which is Vedi. And having said all of that, a, a lot of what you've just spoken about and when you've talked us through points one to five, has mention of going in and talking to stakeholders, talking to everybody down to the cleaner to see what's happening. How do you replicate that interaction and that ability to source information directly from the people working in those venues via something that, that sounds like it's going to be an, an online, you know, a digital tool? Uh, that's a really, really good question. And it's one that's taken 12 months to develop and fix. Uh, when you go into a venue, you're asking open questions as a human being, as a consultant, as someone who's had years and years of experience inside a venue. It's very easy when you're running a diagnostic to ask the right questions and they follow through and you ask the questions depending on the answers that you receive from the venue stakeholders. Um, Vedi turns that on its head because it is an online tool. We need to have closed questions and it was the biggest challenge when developing the tool. Mm. But what we've managed to do is by no means is it a deep dive consultancy piece. That's at the moment uh, probably too much of a challenge and would maybe something in the future that we'll consider. This is very much a light version of the venue diagnostic. It's giving the insights from the get-go. It's probably the first two days of a consultant coming into a venue, giving that top-down I hate using the phrase, but I'm going to have to use it. So that helicopter view, mm. a space of the nation. Yeah. What it does do is also provide some key recommendations that the venue can take on by itself without any support of a consultant to help stimulate more business growth. So I suppose the next obvious question is why? Um, if you're still ultimately going to have to go into the venue to conduct you know, the latter parts of the more in-depth analysis and consultancy. Why complicate the issue by having an online tool to begin with that's still subsequently followed up by a human visit? It's not complicating, it's actually supporting the issue. So when we go in and run a diagnostic, you're paying for a consultant's time, one of my team, my time, in order to do the initial audit to understand and identify some of the challenges and, and opportunities arising. 
Well, that's a really big cost to a venue. And when we're talking about working with unique and unusual venues, um, all venues really who should be looking at how they're spending their budgets, mm. if we can try and find a way where we can reduce those costs while still providing that online, that consultancy service, sure. we're really hoping that that's a really good thing. For us, in terms of some of the clients that we've worked with pre-VEDI, uh, certainly from a logistics point of view, our international clients, mm -hmm. if we had VEDI for us to use with our own clients, we could have identified some of the challenges that would have meant less time on site in venue, which then turns into less cost for the client. Mm -hmm. so actually, it's an additional and a support. So I suppose key stage one, if a venue just wants to understand where it is, it wants to get some understanding of things that it can do to change, but wants to see whether they've got a budget to create that change and what that might look like, VEDI is the first step. The second right. step would be then implementing those changes either with a consultant or with some of our partners that we work with in terms of training, venue development, software, digital. So, so once that um, analysis is, is done mm -hmm. and you've mentioned that, you know, you can develop action plans, I suppose what, what would be good to look at and identify is specifically what information is subsequently generated by by the, the system so how uh, when you then I suppose I'm likening it in the first instance and rightly or wrongly to, to, to like event pre-production so prior to going on site you would carefully look at all the aspects of a particular event venue and do your pre-production planning and everything and, and analyze where everything's going and set up logistics etc so is this almost giving you a, a, a far clearer idea about what you can expect from a venue before you go there and vice versa, giving a venue a clearer idea about what having a consultant to look at the venue may be able to achieve? Every venue should have a business plan and a strategy. Every business should have a business plan and a strategy. Mm. Um, quite often they take the form of a massive, great big document with a huge amount of data that actually no one ever refers to. I liken a lot of the stuff in VEDI to a flight plan. Right. If the pilot writes a flight plan it, and it writes a flight plan every time it the pilot goes and changes course or takes another journey in that aircraft. It's something that's a constant reference point during that journey. And what we're trying to produce for the venue is a really simple, com uh, simple plan that starts them building that strategy where they haven't got one. There are a lot of venues that Sequoia have been supporting that haven't had the strategy or haven't had a clear strategy or a plan that they're actually working with. Hmm. So Betty gives them that kickstart and that support to produce a plan that is consistent and that they can do year on year. So Betty will produce a score this year. It will give them recommendations on how to improve and how to grow the business. And then they can actually, through the subscription, do Vedi again next year or when they would like to do it in order to see and show and demonstrate to management and to their teams improvement in what they've been doing. Um, one uh, question that I scribbled down when you were talking about the, the five key points that, that you would look at as a, as a consultant um, is something you mentioned that a venue might not be the right fit for the types of event that they are hosting. Um, I'm curious to ask what, why why would a venue not be the right fit? Are we talking about the wrong, the wrong type of event where they're staging business conferences, but actually they'd be better for corporate dinners? Are we talking about that type of, of, of not the right fit? 
Absolutely. We've got a lot of venues who, you know, the market is full. We've got, you know, we've got an industry that's worth 42.6 billion. That's a big market share to bring into our venues. Quite often, because of the nature of not having huge amounts of resource in venue, you know, remember these sales teams, you can look at some of the big stadiums and they've got really, really small sales and operations teams. They do an amazing job, all things considered. Mm. So a lot of the time they're firefighting and they're looking at just closing those business, that business down coming from the inquiries. But actually what we support with is actually really getting a bit of a clearer understanding that's going to make life easier and more profitable by getting the right type of business. It's very easy to try and put a square peg in a round hole because you're looking at a final end budget that you need to have. But actually if you've got a strategy, and I'll keep on saying that, um, whereby you're delivering operationally, you're more successful, financially, you're more successful, and you're able to message and market that more successfully, then you're on a, you're on a winner. And, and um, it, is that down to the pressure within venues to literally put bums on seats, for want of a better phrase? They want to see their spaces filled, and in some respects, senior management in venues are not bothered what it's filled with as long as it's booked out and it's making money of some description? I think that's a very good question that needs to probably be answered politically. I think if I answered it from coming from a business, head of business events point of view, um, yeah, I think you're under pressure to deliver the budget and the budget increases year on year. Um, I think there's an education that needs to be pushed back to the stakeholders, which is what we do. Mm -hmm. with the business events or the events teams we support them in educating the business on how business events run and how they can become more effective so uh, whilst I would say that you know I don't want to say that venues are doing this bums on seat but I would say there's always the big fiscal pressure on the business events or the events teams in there to get those events however we also have a tendency in some elements of venue world that we look at you know the big revenue producers that might not necessarily be the most profitable ones and I think it's just shifting and changing that we actually can look a little bit more strategically at what that is as a fit and also looking at operationally what works yeah it's a lot easier to sort of you know take away your sales hat and put your operations hat and say What's actually easy for us to work? How can we dovetail this in with all the other events that are going on? Mm -hmm. We're actually taking a bit of a planner operational aspect, and that's how Vedi and, uh, can support. Are you, are you surprised in your experience, uh, both um, currently and, and sort of pre-Vedi uh, as a consultant, by how many venues, um, big, small, prestigious, non-prestigious, don't have a clear plan when it comes to their events is it still surprising and and, and I, I, I wonder what the reasons may be for that if that's the case having now spent two years running sequoia partnership having been in venues where we've gone out and sought consultancy um it comes down to time and resource mm -hmm. at the end of the day you know this analysis takes time. I mean, that's why you end up spending the cash when you're doing this with a consultant. It takes a lot of time. And because these teams are quite small, we're really struggling in-house. In so um, I wouldn't say that there's a pattern that no venue has a strategy. A lot of people do have a strategy. But again, it's one of those things that we talk about strategy and we think about it at this time of the year and certainly, you know, at the end of the financial year, we have those conversations with ourselves. But then we 
we need to keep consistent and follow that plan. As I said to you before, the flight plan from the pilot isn't just put to one side for the rest of that journey. It is constantly referred to, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make life a little bit simpler mm. because a business plan does not have to be 150 pages. Sure. You are some of the top entrepreneurs in the world. They will tell you the same thing that one or two pages. If you're looking at invest angel investment, they don't want to see a hundred pages. They want to see two pages, concise plan of where you're going, how you're going to get there, what that, what does success look like and how you're measuring that success. Well, will the service also help in the scenarios where um, venues have what could be considered to be a relatively high turnover of staff that work within these events, sales and marketing teams? Because people in the events industry do, you know, bounce around from venue to venue. They're always perhaps looking for a better opportunity or a new opportunity. And you might find people spend, you know, a year, two, maybe three years working in a venue before moving on. And that this sort of service actually will help new people coming into those roles if the venue has an established business plan and, and, a, and a target audience that it will actually help those people to, to meet the, the the venues needs rather than coming in with their own fresh ideas and wanting to sort of rip it all up and change it again i think anybody goes into a into a new job looking at how they can put their stamp on how they can use their skills and expertise to develop that business i don't think that's ever going to go i think that's just how we all work and that's how we all should mm. from, uh, from the team perspective of vedi what we do do is we start asking the questions on how a venue is developing and nurturing its talent and offering suggestions on how they can do it. We've just recently opened a venue academy in Sequoia Partnership to try and start curating some of the best training and development programs for venues in the market. Mm. Um, but we've got to look at that as venues and yeah, Vedi absolutely will pull that out in terms of what are we doing. We know it's a, that's an industry problem and something we could probably have another podcast talking about in terms of talent and, and, and recruiting and certainly retaining. In venues, quite a challenge because you get quite flat structures. Yeah. You, know, you get to a certain point in the venue and, you know, where can you go once you've delivered two or three great years in a business development role if your head of sales isn't going? You may not want to move into management. It's one of the things that, you know, persuaded me to start running my own business. I wanted to be in, get my hands dirty still and getting involved in the sales yeah. development um, rather than the politics of, of some of the management stuff that you have to do in-house. So I think there's a bigger, wider conversation, but in terms of VEDI, we ask those questions of the venue on how and, and what they're doing to think about that that as a as a challenge that they probably have or possibly have um in terms of accessibility of vedi as it stands at the moment what stage is the is the platform at is it in beta testing or is it actually live and, and ready to go and and what references have you got of people who've used it in the early stages and what feedback have you had from them well, you haven't looked at the references on myveddy.com yet. Mm -hmm. So we've got everything up there. Yeah, we soft launched early December. Prior to that, we've had a fantastic cross-section of a focus group, um, an international focus group of venues from all different shapes and sizes to test it, to feedback to us. Prior to that, we had an advisory board of event profs that have fed into the questions and the waiting. Veddy uh, is now live. It's based upon a subscription, so basically anybody can go in, um, pay the subscription fee to download Vedi. 
Uh, all they need to do is go onto myveddy.com. We are soft, we soft launch for a specific reason because anybody who knows anything about tech knows that it needs to change, it will evolve, it mm -hmm. will develop as more and more people use it. For us, the analysis of what people are saying is also really, really interesting. Uh, nobody looks at venues in terms of a data and intelligence point of view. Look, we're all focused on the planner, but actually it's for, for the whole industry to grow and develop. We need to really start seeing trends and patterns from the venue world because without the venues, we're nothing. Mm -hmm. and we're also hoping, so not just for the front end to be a business growth tool for all venues, but from the back end, we can hopefully start identifying challenges in the industry in terms of the venues, uh, trends, patterns, projections for the future that will hopefully help the industry grow, you know, exponentially. And, and in terms of the, the level of venue that it is targeted at, it, it is that... Um, is that even a question? Is there a certain type of venue that it will be more relevant to or could any type of event venue that, that hosts even, even sort of small scale conferences or business meetings, could they use the tool and, and get something out of it? Uh, yes, the, the, it's a management consultancy tool. It's assessing the business uh, success of the venue across those areas. When you run through, which is about 80 questions, we originally tried start at 25 to try and make it really tight but in order to get some real value as a venue mm -hmm. we need to open this up so it's about 80 questions sounds daunting takes about 25 minutes to do but when you're looking at producing an entire business plan for your venue 25 minutes as opposed to two days of a consultant or two weeks of your oh, time yeah it's really going to be a benefit to you. When the report is generated, which is immediately, it scores from excellent through to challenged. So again, it gives you that sort of benchmark and that range. So all venues can use it and all venues will score differently depending on how well they're, they're running. So what I would say is if you were a startup venue that you hadn't been in this world at all, you're probably going to end up finding that you've got a few challenged. And what mm -hmm. we what we do as Sequoia Partnership is we'll offer free consultation for those venues. Right. Because we don't believe that Vedi will be of complete value to them. Vedi, as it stands, has really been designed for the unique and unusual venue market. So people who have got multiple business priorities, mm -hmm. um, but it can be used by others. And we are now in talks with our developers and with with some investors around developing the product even more as you'll probably guess that that needs to happen what's Vedi 2.0 going to look like what markets can we open that up to so as it stands it is a business growth tool some venues are definitely going to need more and that's why we'll still keep the consultancy business yeah this is only that top line. Uh, we're using it for our own clients. I've got a client I'm working with next week. This is the first thing that we're going to do. We're going to run through. So we've got an immediate snapshot because it's going to save them time and money. Is, uh, have you been able to identify or, or forecast in any way what the split will be between uh, clients who use Vedi and that is sufficient for them and clients who use Vedi that subsequently leads to yourself or one of your team actually going on site 
um, you know, in a physical aspect, you know, will it always lead to a physical visit or will there be, you know, percentage of cases that use Veddy and they think, absolutely, that's brilliant. That's given us exactly what we need. That's what we hope. We really hope that Veddy is the tool. And it sounds crazy that we're trying to sack ourselves as consultants, but we honestly believe that technology is now enabling us to do this. 90% of people want online advice. People want, you know, we go on to TripAdvice, Advisor, we ask Cortana, uh, we have Alexa, I've got to say that quietly because she's in the back of, uh, back of the office. Yeah. Why are we still adapting this really old-fashioned approach to business growth within the industry? So I think we'll see more and more people using Vedi. I think, and I'm hoping and I'm confident that we'll see Vedi develop more as we explore new technology to support the personalized human advice mm. whether that's going down the route of us having a conversation like this i don't know but watch this space this year it's it's exciting we feel that we're moving into the technology business rather than the event services business but we always have in mind that the end goal is business growth sure so Vedi has to create in whatever state it is, in whatever stage of development, it has to provide business growth, and that's our focus. Mm. And, it, and it sounds very much driven by people's demand for instant information. Like you said, you know, you, if you want to know anything about anything, people can grab their phones now and either ask it or tap something in and people demand instant information now, don't they? They, they don't want to wait around two, three weeks for somebody to book an appointment in and come out you know, people demand services of any description, like you said about TripAdvisor, to go on and 30 seconds later or half an hour later, be able to say, that's it, I've got the answers that I wanted. And we're all under pressure. And I think in our industry, you know, more so than others, we know it's a stressful industry and we're trying to work as an industry to, you know, improve the, the stress levels that we all have. But yeah, we've become as consumers um, instant, We've become as consumers desperate for comparison, um, desperate to know how well we're doing. And this is where Vedi will support that need and that desire. I think there's still always going to be a place and I've got very good friends who are in the consultancy world, so they may be watching. So I'm not trying to get anybody <laughs> fired or out of a venue. There's always going to be need for that human advice. But I think that we can really start using technology better. You think about the numbers here. We've got listed on venuedirectory.com, over 24,000 venues in the UK, 56,000 globally. You look at the, the chains, Wyndham Hotel Group, 7,600 properties. There is a huge amount of market share here for both the online business growth tool yep. and for the consultants. So I don't think we need to be too worried about that. Uh, I appreciate that there will be an element of discretion involved when you are working with, with venues, but are you uh, uh, able to, to tell us or, or give us an example of, of any of the venues that you have worked with, um, either by name or by type? And, and also be curious to know um, where the, the, geographically, where a lot of the venues are that, that you've worked with or, or who have been involved in the, in the VEDI consultation process. Um, have they been global? Have they been European-wide? Is it just in the UK? We've focused on Europe because that's been the speed of trying to get Vedi launched. We were very, very keen to, to, develop, to develop the tech and launch it within 12 months mm -hmm. um, so that we can actually get it working and then evolve it 
accelerate it, make it better. Um, we have worked, if I give you some names in terms of Vedi, we work with One Great George Street here in London, in Westminster. Um, we've worked with News um, Amsterdam Marina, home of Ajax Football Club. We've got clients that we would have used this and we're talking to them about it in Poland um, and then around the country, around the UK. Um, I've just recently been to the States to a PCMA convention, started having a lot of conversations there and we're looking at how Vedi could launch there. But again, as you know, with event technology, we can't run before we walk. Yep to do is we want to actually get that market and we've got to get people believing in the tool and using it and feeling good about it we want to then see what that data looks like do we need to skin some more questions do we need to take some more out as it stands we've got some great venues uh, the HOC um, in the city of London fabulous venue did a great test for us really valued the use of Vedi. Um, we've worked with the Barbican Centre, Arsenal Football Club as a client, although we haven't done Vedi with them, we are still in conversations with them. So a whole cross-section focused predominantly in the unique and unusual venue because that's our expertise. So we know and we have from years of experience working in-house, the methodology works in terms of growing that venue's income. Uh, I'm just curious, this, this com could be completely wide of the mark, but right. is there, um, has there been any thought given as to whether or not the, the platform could, could be flipped on its head and made to work for event organisers in terms of analysis of their actual events and venues that may then be applicable based on using the VEDI format to ask very, very specific questions and targeted questions that in a quick period of time would give them an outcome? When, when we started talking about the technology behind VEDI, how it was going to work, I had a vision that actually came from a, a planner who has done something completely different in terms of technology. And I think that this could evolve absolutely into anything it can do. The technology is there. The basis is there. Mm -hmm. We just need to look at reskinning and changing the questions. So if you look, if you go into myvedi.com and you actually subscribe and you start answering the questions, you'll see for yourself that those questions just need to change. The tech behind it, which is, is the bit I'm really excited about, really doesn't need a huge amount of enhancement in order to change that platform for whichever part of the industry might want to use it. It's just sure. a case of finding the time and the resource to do that. But absolutely, why not? But going back to running, not 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 uh, running before you can walk. I'm sure that's perhaps a little way down the line. And and this this core focus and the stuff that we've spoken about today is is what you're really going to be working on, presumably sort of in the short to medium term. Certainly, I mean we've spoken to planners because it's very very important to us as venue consultants and as as you know as the owners of Vedi that we actually ask the right questions that are going to improve not not just the facilities for a venue for venue's sake, it's actually to improve the facilities for a planner so that we are getting a lot more synergy between the two sections of our industry. Mm -hmm. So we always, always have the planner focus in mind. Um, but our priority is helping support venues develop and make more money. Excellent. And, um, and on, that, on, that, on that note, 
we come to the end or towards the end of, of, of today's episode where we've been talking about Vedi. Um, it's, it's billed as the world's first online venue diagnostic tool. It's been developed and launched by the Sequoia Partnership. And I'm delighted to say that we've had a lot of great insight and a, and a look at the platform um, with Sam Allen, MD of Sequoia Partnership on today's podcast. Sam, thank you very much for, um, for taking the time to, to join us and to talk to us about it and for kicking off our 2018 podcasts. Thanks so much for having me. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the podcast, um, we've got some great guests, some great subjects, some great topics lined up over the coming weeks and the coming months. And we're also going to be running a live uh, podcast on a Wednesday evening via the Event Industry News Facebook page. So there's going to be a Facebook live podcast. It's going to be on the last Wednesday of every month. That's what it's planned for. Of course, things can change as the years uh, as the year progresses. So, what we would recommend to everybody who's tuning into the podcast is make sure that you are subscribed to the Event Industry News News Bulletin. Make sure that you're following Event Industry News via the uh, the various social media platforms. At Event News Blog is the Twitter handle, and uh, you can find us on Facebook by searching for Event Industry News. And all of the information, all of the details will go on to there. Thanks again to our guest, Sam Allen, uh, for the insight into today. And uh, we will see you on next week's podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.